Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm an anchor, I'm Arif Jr. And my co-anchor, Romero Leach. And today we be talking about, is America a fair and equal for all country like the Constitution is written? Today we'll be discussing is America a fair society and giving our re- our listeners our opinions about the topic. In my opinion, Americans tend to be overly optimistic about economic equality between white and black citizens. These people misinterpret the reality of the wealth and the income gap on our background, history, and where we came from. I'm saying this because no one wants to be judged based off their family history or their passion sticks. You want to be judged based on what you're currently doing, what you're improving on. Everyone judges you, everyone gets negative profile, no matter who you are, how many good deeds you've done. People look down on you, other, other people when they didn't succeed, while others did succeed. But in my opinion, racial profiling is a type of profiling that get people killed because of their race behavior, whether they look suspicious because of their race or behavior. For example, Trayvon Martin was shot and killed in Sanford, Florida by George Zimmerman. From what I read, he was shot and killed for looking suspicious walking out of the store with a black hood on. Him and the officer Zimmerman supposedly, supposedly had an altercation with one another. As a result, Zimmerman was injured and Traymar Trayvon Martin died on that day. This is why I say profile, racial profile is dangerous. Right now, I will show y'all a video and I will be pausing the video to tell y'all how this injustice and America because our, you're different from others with through different experience in your childhood. Which to find the person and who he is now. Video in a video Wentworth Miller will be giving you all the speech about this life story. Remember, I will be pausing the video giving y'all relatable topics referring to my subject I speak I'm speaking about. I didn't grow up in any one particular religion. I have a mixed race background, and I'm gay. Growing up, I was a target. Speaking the right way, standing the right way, holding your wrist the right way. Every day was a test, and there were a thousand ways to fail, a thousand ways to betray yourself to not live up to someone else's standard of what was acceptable, of what was normal. And when you failed the test, which was guaranteed, there was a price to pay. Emotional, psychological, physical. And like many of you, I paid that price. More than once, in a variety of ways. Like many of you here tonight, I grew up in what I would call survival mode. 
when you're in survival mode, your focus is on getting through the day in one piece. And when you're in that mode at five, at 10, at 15, there isn't a lot of space for words like community, for words like us and we. There's only- This shows how being mistreated feeling that you don't belong in your own community which we were raised in. Like, like you don't belong there. The word outcasts you based on your background, your past, what you try to be, who you look up to. The, the simplest stuff, the, the simplest stuff they judge you by. What he talking about, what he speaks about in his speech. Our resume the video. And me. In fact, words like us and we not only sounded foreign to me at five and ten and fifteen, they sounded like a lie. Because if us and we really existed, if there was really someone out there watching and listening and caring, then I would have been rescued by now. first time I tried to kill myself, I was 15. I waited until my family went away for the weekend, and I was alone in the house, and I swallowed a bottle of pills. I don't remember what happened over the next couple of days, but I'm pretty sure come Monday morning, I was on the bus back to school, pretending everything was fine. When someone asks me if that was a cry for help, I say no, because I told no one. You only cry for help if you believe there's help to cry for. And I didn't. I wanted out. I wanted gone. At 15. I and me can be a lonely place, and it will only get you so far. That feeling of being singular and different and alone carried over into my 20s and into my 30s. When I was 33, I started working on a TV show that was successful not only here in the States but also abroad, which meant over the next four years I was traveling to Asia, to the Middle East, to Europe, and everywhere in between. And in that time, I gave thousands of interviews. I had multiple opportunities to speak my truth, which is that I was gay, but I chose not to. I was I'm pausing the video right now because I'm here to say, even as he's mature as an adult, it became where he was at. Like he still struggled with self identity. He struggles with. Telling the world who he really is, cause he don't want the resentment again as a childhood. He don't, he don't want to be outcast. He just want to be one of y'all, part of the community. I'm normal person, normal social norms. No, and I will resume the video back to where it was. This video gives me every time I cry, cause I can relate to what he what he feels family and friends to the people I've learned to trust over time, but professionally, publicly, I was not. Asked to choose between being out of integrity 
and out of the closet. I chose the former. I chose to lie. I chose to dissemble. of coming out about how that might impact me and the career I'd worked so hard for, I was filled with fear. Fear and anger. And a stubborn resistance that had built up over many years. When I thought about that kid somewhere out there who might be inspired or moved by me taking a stand and speaking my truth, my mental response was consistently, no thank you. I thought, I've spent over a decade building this career, alone, by myself. And from a certain point of view, it's all I have. But now I'm supposed to put that at risk, to be a role model to someone I've never met, who I'm not even sure exists. That didn't make any sense to me. That did not resonate. Right now, I just paused the video because I, I agree with what he's saying. Like, I, I personally agree that there's no God. Like, you want to go through this suffering, this pain that, that let you want to kill yourself. If there it truly is a God that you look up to, you praise for, that he's all almighty. Why he would let us go through some torture like this? That's because one person bit an apple we they were supposed to. Now you're suffering the whole entire race for one, for one man made mistake in can't do that stuff, bro. There's no, there's no God. I'm an atheist. I agree with him. No person, no almighty good, good person would do this to people who made, who he made. He wanted the best for them, no matter what they do. Like a parent. There is no almighty God. And there is no all-powerful wizard or wherever y'all folks believe in Buddhism. I will resume the video back again. By 2011, I'd made the decision to walk away from acting and many of the things I'd previously believed so important to me. And after I'd given up the scripts and the sets which I dreamed of as a child, and the resulting attention and scrutiny which I had not dreamed of as a child, the only thing I was left with was what I had when I started. I and me. And it was not enough. Several weeks ago, when I was drafting my letter to the St. Petersburg International Film Festival, declining their invitation to attend, a small, nagging voice in my head insisted that no one would notice, that no one was watching or listening or caring. But this time, finally, I knew that voice was wrong. I thought if even one person notices, this letter in which I speak my truth and integrate my small story into a much larger and more important one is worth sending. I thought, let me be to someone else what no one was to me. Let me send a message to that kid, maybe in America, maybe someplace far overseas, maybe somewhere deep inside, a kid who's being targeted at home or at school or in the streets, that someone is watching and listening and caring, that there is an us, that there is a we, and that kid or teenager or adult is loved. 
and they are not alone. Thank you for watching this video. Sorry, the video gets me every time. The summary of this video is that Wimberg Miller. Sorry, I had an interruption. So the summary of this video about Wentworth Miller talks about overcoming the fear that you had all your life. The fear that you should, you should be somebody else, the right to be yourself. You should be happy to be yourself. You should be you should embrace yourself. Don't look for others agreement about who should who should you be or who you are. Be yourself no matter who says it. He spoke up about this seven years ago. And a human rights companion companion. And if I watched this video, I was in eighth, seventh grade. And I, I see you now. I said I just put this video up for my anchor. Ninety-nine percent of people are not willing to do what he just did. Okay, uh, after the video, like I said, I will be y'all. Uh, I will introduce y'all to my coworker, my co-anchor, Ramelda Leach. I'm gonna ask him a few questions about the video. This is I showed the video earlier. Melo, are you ready, Melo? Yes, I am. All right, let's do this. First question: How did this video make you feel? And explain why. See, I felt sad. <laughs> because of what, please? I I couldn't imagine being in his shoes, like how he had them, how he was, you know, the type of person he is. Didn't nobody want to accept him, I guess, because, you know what I'm saying? Because he was gay, he was different from everybody else. <laughs> Melo, this, this is a very serious matter. This is a, I cried two times over this video, Melo. This is a very emotional video, and you goofing around because you say because he's gay? Uh, you don't want to be his shoe because he's gay now? <laughs> this podcast is serious. I know, it's My, dead. Matter of fact, I'm going to keep... No. You make it, you make it say funny, you know what I'm saying? Science. Bro, you, you like, want to step out of bounds, even to the next question. So, okay, so I were in his shoes, are you, you about... We will repeat that from last time. I did upload it, I did upload it to the last thing. I will not repeat the intro while I did a vast video. We will scratch the question. After what happened last time, we we over talked, we discussed some things. My sister, the bystander, and my brother, the insulate dude, he he who criticized gay people for the emotional background, and he laughed at this moment right now. And my bystander sister right now. Melo, how do you feel about this video? And explain why, respectfully. Stop giggling. Don't laugh all that. Okay, it made me emotional mm -hmm. as well. Explain, please. Nothing disrespectful regarding his gender, <laughs> his choices he made in life. <laughs> bro, just go to on, just go on how you say that. Man, just bro. say that. I would just say it. I would tell you how I told you last time, man. Tell me, la tell me last time, bro. Come on, bro. Listen. I could have asked Ben I'll take that back. Don't do it again. 
Just, just go on to our house. I just could, man. Video, what you say? I just could, man. Man, this shit was okay. Don't bring, don't bring up no gay stuff, food. Don't bring up <laughs> gay, bro. Just listen, bro. Listen, bro. I don't judge gay people. Except for that, I don't judge gay people. But he felt like there was no one to run to or no one he can call on or no one that he had. Like, they will accept them for who he was. <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. So I think uh, he wasn't gay at the age of 15. He was gay till like around age of late yeah, 20, 30. So now. what you said, <laughs> Melo, he talked about his chip, his background. I know. So why I say he because he gay then? That's present. Melo, because see, look, you don't understand it. I'm explaining to you right now. Okay, I get it now. I get it now. Okay, so, so, you yeah, get I it? Out. I, I was off. Okay. So he grew up. He grew Thinking. <laughs> This ain't even serious. He grew up thinking that, like, man, he ain't got nobody, like, what he said, he was like, he said, ain't no cry for help. He felt like he couldn't run to nobody, or, you know what I'm saying, or some age, probably not, probably because, you know, if he wasn't gay back then, then listen, he just so what you like, trying to say, listen, no, I'm, I'm trying to help you. What I'm trying to say is, he didn't, he felt like his parents weren't in his life enough. That's why he wanted to kill himself. So this I, is very emotional. Yes. So if I paraphrase your words, he experienced his experience during his childhood trumped out him as grown up, which affected him as he is now. No, that's not what I'm saying. You imbecile. <laughs> Bruh. Don't bro me. Bro. Is this going to your podcast? It's going on my podcast. I'm not stop this video no more. And it's about to not go to my phone again. No, no. Now, <laughs> next question. If we're in, if you were in his shoes, Melo, what were you doing in that situation? <laughs> Melo. See, I don't mean a home. Melo, you do mean a home. It's the second question. It's the second question already. Okay. I always put a third question in there for your garbage self. Listen, I don't mean a home. Yes, you do. Listen, bro. Uh, I'm different from him. So, <laughs> I'm talking about him. If you were in his shoes, experience what he experienced. What would you yes, do with this question? Would you try to kill yourself, Melo? Listen, listen to me. I'm listening right now. In his shoes, but being me. You um, know what I'm saying? Melo, in his shoes. But not but being his, him. You Mello. can't be him as like Melo. Melo has deleted this whole podcast. You can't be him and you can't be him. I'm asking the questions. But You're asking the questions. That's how it is. Being in his shoes, not being him. You know what I'm saying? You can't but okay, you okay. Be so bad. Okay. Inside his shoes with your brain still intact. How yes. about that? Thank you. Okay. You're welcome, garbage old dude. Miss Crapolo, you give me a bad grip. Come on, dude. Hey, you finna you fit. <laughs> 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 but come on, y'all, come on. This is a serious podcast. Serious podcast. Alright. So, what I was saying. Should I repeat the question? Yeah, please repeat the question. If you were in his shoes, what would you do oh. in that situation with your own brain still intact? You got issue credit. I would probably do what he did. I'm a scrapper. <laughs> you said what? I'd probably do what he did. Do what he did. No, 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 no. My brain's still in the text. Yeah. I'm gonna run away. His parents <laughs> went away that video which I kid himself. So you telling me he they went away on oh, vacation on the weekend, right? Yes. Okay, they went away on vacation weekend. Ain't tell me you were running away when they went away. Yup, I'm taking all the money and I'm getting out of there. And he got run away from what? His life? Home. Experience? He, he, he Everything that he went through? His childhood, the age of 15, you were run away. Yes. No job. No job. Poor grades in school. 
Slow. You you didn't see his grades in school, did you? I was a poor, academically unsuccessful <laughs> person. With that being said, he had poor grades at the age of 15 when he tried to kill himself. Because he was going through some things, people were bullying him. Did he say he was getting bullied? Yeah, he was getting negatively dis- discriminated, yes, but he was getting bullied. Let's say, let's say yeah, he, he was getting bullied over some gay stuff. Over stuff at school. Go on, my lord. I see what I had to say, sir. You didn't even answer the complete question. All I did was complain about what he doing in school. <laughs> answer the question, Melo. I told you what I would do. I would I would do something. Something that all kids maybe regret. You know what I'm saying? You came up with 15. You, you, gotta, you didn't even understand life. You did that. You never even You can't change how he feel about it. He's answering the question. So however he answers, you have to put it down in there. I just, the podcast is still rolling. It, it really is still rolling, Star. Now, I understand you was in my last sister podcast, but as my co-anchor, <coughs> Ramella Leach, and anchor, <coughs> I'm Ray Virginia. The other pain doesn't matter. <laughs> I respect <laughs> Listen, listen, not in disrespect way, star. And my grade get dog for because she already put in by boxing and paused my video multiple times and spoke into my video. And now he gave me an opinion about this video <laughs> in my podcast. I think she might dog my grade. I'm gonna scrap a little. Oh, real? There you go again. That's another five <laughs> points, most likely. It's your Ten points. Look, Melo. I got it up at this point, Melo. I didn't know they were still recording. You can't do this. It's great. It's great. So, end it now, Melo. It is how it is. I can just edit this part off anyway. Describe lows. I don't like you. She didn't even hear this stuff. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you to all my viewers. Thank you very much. Subscribe. Pay me, please. Me too, me too. My castle will be in the link and describe in the description. Thank you very much. Have a good day.